Thank you. Last few nights, we better talk about uh, faith. And tonight, we're having another subject. But uh, we uh, we're, we're just want to increase our faith. We manage we this this month or so, and maybe next next month, not next month, but the following month, which will be in March. It'll be my time to teach again, and I will uh, at that time probably continue on with the uh, questions that Jesus asked. And this is what we're trying to do: is to get to find the scriptures that what Jesus asked questions to uh, to try to have a Bible study on it. In Matthew chapter 15 and verse 1, I will begin reading there. Amen. Then came Jesus, came to Jesus, scribes and Pharisees, which were of Jerusalem, saying, Now, I'm just going to pause right there and tell you, Jesus, Jesus is always having the scribes and the Pharisees. They've been following him practically every step he takes, not because they're disciples. But they're, they're, they're going back to Jerusalem and talking to, getting instructions and coming back again. And here they come again, the scribes and the Pharisees, which are from Jerusalem. And why do thy disciples transgress the traditions of the elders? For they wash not their hands when they eat bread. But Jesus answered and said unto them, why do ye also transgress the commandments of God? Now, there's two different things here. Why do your disciples transgress, amen, the traditions of the elders? You're not doing like all the rest of us have been doing. You're not being obedient to what we've, we've told you that, you know, that we want you to do. But Jesus said, why are you transgressors of the law? Amen. The commandments of God. Amen. By your traditions. For God commanded, saying, Honor thy father, or, honor thy father and mother. And he that cursed his father and mother, let him die the death. But you say, Whosoever shall say to his father or his mother, It is a gift. By whatsoever thou mightest be profited by them, by me. Honor and honor not your father or, or his mother, he shall be free. Thus have you made the commandments of God of none effect by your traditions. Amen. Oh, ye hypocrites. Well said, Isaiah. Did it, well, well said, did Isaiah prophesy of, of you saying, This people draw nigh unto me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. But in vain do they worship me, teaching the doctrines and the commandments of men. Amen. And he shall, he shall, and he called, excuse me, and he called the multitude and said unto them, Hear and understand, amen, not that which goes into the mouth defileth the man, but that which cometh out of the mouth defileth the man. Amen. Now, we're going to talk about this passage of Scripture because there are some things there that, that's, uh, that the scribes and the Pharisees have got their focus in the wrong place. Amen. Amen. Mark records this same uh, in, in Mark chapter 7, verses 1 through 13. Now I say once again, it's evident that the scribes and the Pharisees were sent from Jerusalem by the chief priest and, and the, uh, the Sanhedrin. Amen. They were sent there to try to find some reason or some fault with Jesus. I found no fault in him. Me and Pilate didn't find any fault in him. Amen. Amen. But they were on one of their evangelistic trips. Not to save souls, but they were on their evangelistic trip trying to destroy people's faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. They were trying their best to 
get the crowd to hear and find fault with what the Lord was doing. They wanted to destroy faith in the Lord. Amen. And evidently the disciples had come from the marketplace. Amen. And uh, when they came in, they were going out to get some food. And when they got there, they came in, they, they didn't wash their hands while they were handling the bread. Amen. Uh, and so uh, it was now, I, I think it's a good thing to wash hands, okay? I, uh, I don't know how big, I, how old I was. I was old enough, I don't remember this, because I don't remember a whole lot of things, but <coughs> my mother hollered for supper one night, and here I came running just a zap right into, and, uh, and so uh, I passed the, well, I, I, I did wash my hands. You know, I dipped them. I dipped them dry. Them, you know, and, and she, did you wash your hands? And uh, I said, yes. And she said, you didn't even hardly stop. I said, well, I was doing 50. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I was, uh, I passed that. I was in a hurry for supper, I guess. But I don't remember that. But, but that's, that's one of the sayings that was told to me that I did, said, but uh, washing hands is good. But when you make it into a, a religious ceremony of uh, requirements, here, that's the only thing that they could find wrong with the disciples was they didn't wash their hands. And it troubled Jesus because he, uh, he wanted to... Uh, let them know that they were focused in the wrong place and the laws that they were bringing up was man-made because it was, it was a man-made law. Amen. Amen. Isaiah chapter 29, and uh, there's a passage of Scripture there, Isaiah chapter 29 and verse 13. Here's what... Isaiah said, amen, let me just, uh, I think I'll just back up to verse 12. And the book is delivered unto him that is not learned, saying, read this, I pray thee. And he said, I am not learned. Wherefore, the Lord said, for as much as this people draw near me with their mouth and with their lips do they honor me, but have removed their hearts far from me, and their fear toward me is, is taught by the precepts of men. Amen. Now, Isaiah, was, Isaiah here was prophetically worded where the God was talking through him. Amen. This, was, this is what the Lord said. Amen. And, he, and, and so Jesus just repeated that. Amen. More or less. He said, for God commanded, saying, Honor thy father and thy mother. And, or, well, verse thir- number three, Why do you also transgress the commandments of God by the traditions? Amen. And uh, Isaiah was saying that, you know, you, you, you're going more traditional than you are religiously or, could, or Christian-wise. Amen. Or God-wise. Barclay said these words. This was a serious matter to the Jews in their orthodoxy of that day and time because they had created that for a, a one of the ceremonial acts that you must do before you, before you partake of any uh, bread. Uh, and you were, you, were, you were clean with your washing, your hands, but you were unclean and unfit to carry on any spiritual service. And they, they, they was doing that for a spiritual service. You cannot... You cannot uh, have any spiritual service, amen, unless you wash your hands. Uh, you're, it's, it's not just eating, but you, it's a spiritual thing, amen, amen. Amen. Barclay also said this, amen, the saying of the law, if a person touched a dead person, he was unclean. And we've talked about that before, and I know you've read it some, many places. That, that was a part. And he, he could not eat 
with a Gentile. That was a not, not a Jew. Un, and you know, that goes all the way into when Peter went down to Cornelius' house and took bread with them. Amen. And uh, there's several other passages of Scripture that talks to us about, amen, it was unlawful for a Jew. You know, the woman at the well, how come you asking me? You know that we don't have no association. Jews have, don't have no association with the Gentiles. Amen. Or the Samaritans, he, she was. But uh, so that was a, that was a no-no. And that, that was not Jesus' plan. That was, that was their Jewish tradition. We get, be, become unclean if we go into a house. You know, we read, when you read when Jesus was carried into Pilate's hall, that the, 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 uh, people, the, the people that were charging Jesus when he was carried into Pilate's hall, they wouldn't go in because they could not, if they went in there, they wouldn't be able to take the, uh, the, the uh, Passover, eat the Passover. So they had to go outside. Pilate was always going outside and talking to them, going in and talking to Jesus, going back outside and talking to them because they were, they were too holy to go into a, this, uh, this Pilate's hall and they didn't want to defile themselves because they couldn't get clean before the Sabbath day. You understand what I'm saying? Amen. This is, uh, this is their, this was traditional. It wasn't, God would love to dwell in anybody's heart and life if you just clean your heart up. Amen. Amen. Also, if a woman was had an issue of blood, she was totally unclean to touch. Amen. He could not eat. Amen. With the Gentiles, and he, he, they were just they were isolating themselves. I guess you'd say in in one way because it was all unclean otherwise. That's the outside. But Jesus is talking about the inside. He told them they were whitewashed sepulchers. Amen. And uh, they cleaned the outside of the caskets or the sepulchers and inside they were full of dead men's bones. And he was just letting them know that the inside is more important. And this is what this lesson is all about. He's wanting to let them know the inside of a person is far more important than the outside. And if I would be so kind or unkind to you or whatever today, I think that so many times we want to we make sure that we look good on the outside and And fool people. Amen. And Jesus said, first, clean the inside of the platter. Amen. Praise God. Only Jesus could touch the unclean, and they would both become clean. And we've, I'm sure you could. Read several passages of Scripture. Let me read from the uh, ninth chapter of Matthew. Amen. An experience. Matthew chapter 9. And I will begin reading with the 20th verse. Matthew 9 and 20. And it says it like this. And behold, a woman which was diseased with an issue of blood 12 years. She came behind him and touched the hem of his garment. And she said within herself, If I may touch the, his garment, I shall be whole. And, but Jesus, you know, turned about. He, amen. Here, the other, other, other gospel says, Who touched me? You know, that, well, Lord, the proud's about you. And, and, and everybody's joshing, I guess, against you. And why are you asking, Who touched me? He said, somebody touched me, and I felt that virtue go out. And if this unclean woman, but when she touched him, she became clean. Hallelujah. 
Amen. That's what you do when you touch Jesus. You touch Jesus to be clean. You touch him with your prayers. You touch him with your problems. Take your burdens to the Lord and leave them. Take your sins there, amen, and leave them at the cross. Praise God. Amen. You, we become clean when we reach out to the Lord and touch him. Amen. Amen. And Jesus was not unclean. Luke chapter 7. Another passage of scripture. Luke chapter 7. And I will begin reading at verse number 11. This, this story is not in all the, time, all the gospels. But here it is. Amen. Verse number 11. And it came to pass that day that he went into the city called Nain. And many of his disciples went with him and much people. Good crowd this leap going in. Now when he came nigh into the gates of the city, behold, there was a dead man carried out, the only son of his mother. And she was a widow. And much people of the city was with her. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said unto her, Weep not. He came and touched the bearers, and they that bear him stood still. And he said, Young man, I say unto thee, Arise. And he that was dead set up and began to speak, and he delivered him unto his mother. And there came fear on them all, and they glorified God, saying that a great prophet, amen, is risen up among us, and that God hath visited his people. Now, it tells that they were great fear, means that they were, they were shocked, more or less, because anybody that touched a dead man, he became unclean, and he couldn't even come back in the, in the city until he was, went through a purification. Well, Jesus just, just walked up and touched the casket. And the bearers, are, whoa, what's this about? You know, they stopped dead still and Jesus just spoke the man he just amen. If, you, if you ever noticed that many times when Jesus was asking and he didn't know this all the time some of the some of the some of the people that he healed of uh, leprosy some of them he just spoke go show yourself to the priest but others he just walked up and touched them and you don't touch you don't touch a man with Leprosy. It makes you unclean. But he didn't touch a leper. He, he touched one that was a leper. Amen. That's basically what you said. Yeah. He, he touched a man that was a leper, but he, when he touched him, he wasn't a leper. Amen. Praise God. That's, that's my Lord. That's what the Lord can do for all of us. I want to tell you something. You can find some, some many things in the Word of God that can give you faith to believe. He can do it again. Amen. Hallelujah. I, can, I think I can say that Jesus just stripped the authority of the traditional laws of mankind. He just proved that they were not, that just ordinances made by man. Amen. According to Barnes' notes, God gave the law to Moses, and it passed down through time until the Talmud. And we're going to talk about the Talmud a little bit, which the Talmud was which what it was focused upon the teachings of the elders. Amen. During the time of Jesus, they, they didn't read the law of Moses much, but they read the Talmud, which was an interpretation of the law of Moses to their desires. Amen. What they wanted. Amen. They, it was, the Talmud was uh, basically what we would call, like we have the commentaries, like I would do. And when I was getting this lesson up, I went to read commentaries. 
Now, the commentaries are not law. The commentary is not the Word of God. They give me ideas. But I, when I get the idea that they're doing the right thing, but they, there's, there's commentaries that they challenge each other, and one of them's right and one's wrong, you know. Like I told you about all these, I got a, I got a sets of books, about 20 books or more on uh, when the Lord's coming back and who's going to go through the tribulation and uh, what's this and what, what all this means in, 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 in Revelation. And every one of them is different. They, they see it differently. It's, it's a real thing. And we can't interpretate that right now and just tell you exactly how it's going to happen. I, I can't. Nobody else has. Amen. And that's what the Talmud was. It was, uh, it was, it was man's writings of the law and interpreting in their own ways. Amen. Talmud means primary or verbal explanations of how the law is supposed to be performed. This is what Jesus was having attacked to here. This is what he was challenging. They were challenging because the disciples didn't wash their hands. He was challenging because there is a written law that they were, that they were getting by with and and. Of course, the only way I can tell you that is what Jesus said here. Amen. Because he was hitting upon uh, their, uh, their getting by the way the law is. You know, Sabbath day's journey. Have you ever heard that? Sabbath day's journey. Amen. You know how they got by with the Sabbath day's journey? They wanted, they wanted to travel on the Sabbath day. They would... They would go hang one of their shirts or something or some piece of cloth or something that belonged to them up in a tree when they got to a Sabbath day's journey. And uh, they would do that, and, and then uh, they, they would hang it there and then take another Sabbath day's journey and lay, lay another piece of something that belonged to them there. And that was all laid out. So when they wanted to go on a Sabbath, go somewhere on a Sabbath day, and it was three or four Sabbath days journeying, they just go and say, "Well, looky here, that belongs to me. I'm gonna take another Sabbath day's journey." And they get into another a length of time, a length of place, and uh, and they'd find something else that belonged to them. Some of the some little boy would they'd go by and steal all that stuff and then they go, whoa, I can't go any further today because somebody done stole my piece. <laughs> but they were just trying to get by the law by creating their own way of saying, I'm, I could tell you some sad stories, I could tell you some stories about people that actually tried it in this generation not 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 traveling that way but they knew the law and they preacher told them this is the law of God and you can't do these things and uh, so they decided that they would backslide they said you know backslide you know so they backslid and uh, did it and they came back and prayed and through and they said Lord I, I'm, I'm God forgive me for that. And okay, we're fine, fine. And uh, I'm about to tell on myself, or tell, tell, tell more than I need to talk, talk about. Because the preacher, they, they, they laughed about trying to fool the preacher. It's, it's against the law to do this. It's, it's against the law of God. You, you can't do that. Well, we're going to go do ahead and do it. And we're going to ask God for forgiveness. And we just go right on. It's not the way you live for God. Amen. In the time of Christ, these teachings became the more important than the Holy Scriptures. Even the prophets. In the time of Jesus Christ, the law was, was secondary to their own traditional desires and writing their own Talmuds. 
They had their own. They had their own. And this is what Jesus said here. They asked him, why don't you wash your hands? He said, well, I want to ask you a question. Why do you break the laws of God? It's your traditions. You said, we're breaking the tradition, but, but you're, well, you're breaking the law. And this, um, this, uh, well, let me, well, let me just say this. I'm, uh, forgive me for saying this, brethren, if some of you, but the Roman Catholic Church has 358 dogmas added to the scriptures with 238 of them called infallible words that says that they are equal authority with the word of God and if it contradicts the word of God they go I wonder how many we have I don't know but sure but but the one declared tradition follows by the church had equal authority as the Bible in the time, or equal authority with the law, as the law in the time of Jesus right here. This is what Jesus had to come and put up with, I guess I could say, when he was trying to save the world. He was trying to break the traditions of man that they could trust and believe in the true word of God. Amen. Added text. Amen. It added text to the, to the to the original. That's why Jesus, where the Bible says, can I read the last word in the Bible? The last few verses. Let me say it. Amen. If any man shall take away from the words of the, of this of the book. Uh, this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. Amen. Don't mess with the word of God. Do your best to try to. That's what I'm trying to do tonight, to try to somehow say, we've got we to gotta be obedient to the word of God and not the, the traditions of men. Amen. Why, I got a question, why did the Jews write their own bylaws, which is to obey rather than to obey the law of Moses? That's exactly what the Lord's going to talk to them about right here. Amen. Well, first of all, the law of Moses was spiritually application of a cleansing by the blood of a substitute sacrifice. And the law laid down by the scribes and the Pharisees was a tradition act of washing and cleansing yourself by just taking some water. And there's a lot of people said that, you know, they said, well, what do you think of Pilate? You know, how, what about Pilate? He, uh, he washed his hands. You know why he did that? It was their tradition. I'm washing my hands and so I'm clean. You can do what you want to with Jesus. And people say, oh, the Pilate, you know, this and Pilate, that. Uh, he was just following their tradition. Matthew 27 and verse 22. That's... Yeah, well, just, you're, I'll just read verse 24. When Pilate saw that he could prevail nothing, but that rather the tumult was, was made, and he took water and washed his hands before the multitude, saying, I am innocent of the blood of this person. See ye to it. Well, so there I said, you know, let his blood be upon us and our children and, and brothers and sisters. They've suffered many times for that. Amen. So back to chapter 15, and here's what Jesus said to this congregation. What Jesus said to these scribes and Pharisees that came there to him. Amen. Why do you transgress the commandments of God by your traditions? For God commanded, saying, 
honor your father and your mother, and he that cursed his father and mother or mother, let him die the death. Now that's in the Bible. That's 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 in the law of Moses. He said, and and and, and Jesus just quoted it to us. Amen. Amen. Why do you break your the law of God? Because what you say, whosoever shall say unto his father or his mother, it is a gift that whatsoever thou mightest be profitable by me. <laughs> Ruin's translation of this, or various translations, if you go back and read it then, it will tell you that he said, you say, this is what y'all, this is what, this is the plan that you have up. This is what the, this is what the priest had decided. Get more, you can get more money this way. It's, it's a gift. We're going to give it to the church. Amen. And, and I, know, I know that in this day and time, let me just first read this. I was just going to say this. Today, there is, a, there is help for old, old elderly people. But in that day, there was no hospitals, hardly at all. No nursing homes for them to get into. No retirement system. Amen. That they have laid up, uh, no blue, blue cross, blue shield uh, to take care of it. No social security, eh, no uh, Medicare, and no Medicaid uh, for them to draw on. Now, I, I dare say that most of you have got plans for retirement or have some something kind of laid up. Because they are they're in this generation, but back in Bible times there was none of that. When a person got old, he had to lean upon his parents. Amen. Or his children, should I say? Amen. It fell upon the children. Amen. It is a law that God had written and told them that you, you children now have a responsibility. Your uh, your parents raised you, and they change your diapers and so forth, you know, and you know what I mean. Now it's your turn. Amen. Uh, but, but what they were saying, it was written in the Talmud. It was written in their laws. I'm sorry, Dad, Mom. <laughs> I, I, I gave it to the church. I gave, I, I gave it all to the temple. It's, uh, the, uh, the priest was asking for that, you know, whatever, and and so uh, we don't have anything for you, Mom and Dad. You just got to fend for yourselves. That was that was written in where they could learn how to learn how to get by the law of God. There is some, there is some laws in the Word of God that's re, that we're responsible for. Amen. Besides just amen, get it all for ourselves. I'm going to read this story to you. Barnes' commentary told this story. I have no idea where the Sandwich Islands are. Does anybody know where they are? San the Sandwich Islands. It's in the Pacific somewhere, but I don't know where. Yeah. The Sandwich Islands, there's quite a number of islands there, and each island had this this. They kind of had their chief. It was not king or anything. It was a chief. It was he, he was the he was the law and order, and they had priests there. They they were religious, very religious uh, group of, group of islands, and each one of them had their own chief and had their own priest and and they had their own worship, and uh, they were all united together pretty well with the worship. They believed pretty well the same thing. I don't know who the who the deity that they were trying to trying to worship uh, man-made. But uh, here's, the, here's the thing, I guess, that, you know, that was in their minds just like the Jews. They was having tumult. Some of the islands were having warfare and fighting against each other, and some was fighting against each, each island was fighting somewhat. And uh, they decided that they would go to the political system and try to figure out how to... Uh, how to bring that in order. And so all the chiefs all got together 
in one place, and they called, and all the uh, priests uh, got together, and so the, the the religious leaders and the political leaders decided this is what we'll do, and they passed some laws or passed some things down, and they said. We're, we're wanting what we'll do. We'll take all the land and give it to the priest and give it to the temple and give it their place of worship. And we'll go back. And so each one of them decide this is what they'll do. And they go back to each island. And they said, what we're going to do, we're going to give everything to God. The land is God's. The house, your house you're living in is God's. And, uh, and so they were very religious people. And it was kind of hard for them to accept it somewhat, but they was either having to deny God or give it all to, to, to God. And they lived happily ever after. They, they, all, they all got everything in the hands of the chiefs and the priests and the temples or houses of worship. And everybody was a slave to the government. That's <laughs> that's pretty smart, wasn't it? Uh, I think I think some of our leaders now has got that idea themselves. The political system is trying to take all your privileges away. Amen. And so Jesus was attacking them in what they were doing to try to get by again of trying to help their mother and daddy. They were saying, I'm sorry, Mom, Dad. We just gave it all to the church. You know. And you know what Jesus called them? Hypocrites. You hypocrites. Uh, uh, let me see if I can say it any other way. Here. I think maybe I can. Uh, you honor not your father and your mother, and you shall be free. You know, thus have you made the commandments of God of none effect by your traditions. Don't let your traditions get in the way of your, your commitment to God. And he said, you hypocrites, well did Isaiah prophesy of you. And we read that. Amen. It, it's, it's, a, uh, it's a way that people have sometimes of getting by. One man was beating up his horse one time, and the guy said, you're a Christian. You shouldn't be doing that to your horse. He said, I laid, I laid my Christianity down at the end of the road, and I'll pick it up when I get through beating up this horse. I'm a, in other words, I can lay it down, and I can take it up again. Now, y'all can laugh at that if you want to, but if your mind's really thinking... That's probably what a lot of people think. I know it's wrong, but I'm going to do it. I can get forgiveness. Anybody want to say amen? Amen. Amen. And so, Jesus has said, You hypocrites, well did Isaiah prophesy of you, saying, this people draw nigh unto me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Now, have you ever heard anybody or have you ever been around somebody that you thought might fit that? Only worshiping God for lip service, only talking about Jesus and how great he is. Yeah, 
the Lord is can you can never you can never over exercise or over ever amen proclaim anything about the Lord he is almighty all powerful all loving all caring amen and you can pretend I say, I'm not, excuse me, I shouldn't say you, but people can pretend that they love God. You know, I, I, maybe, I, maybe I shouldn't say this, tell this story, but I, uh, I laid my hands on a woman and prayed for her, and I ain't going to tell you what kind of results I got out of her, but she was telling me how great she was and how she was trying to win souls and so forth, and she was... She was she was dying, and she had been a soul winner, you know, and all this other, uh, and I don't know. I was just there. I knew of her, but I didn't know her. But I bid my goodbye to her and walked out the door, and she started screaming and cussing. They said, please bring, come back. This woman has done gone crazy, you know. You know, she's done cussing everybody out. Oh me! They, she she gave two lip services, and uh, we got we got to be better than that. Jesus was saying that there's some people that they, that to hear them talk, they're great Christians. But to what they do, you wonder if they ever even knew God. Jesus said, in vain they worship me. And I want you to notice one thing there on that verse of Scripture. But in vain they do worship me, teaching the doctrines and the commandments of men. We're talking about the traditions of men the commandments of men. They're disobeying the commandments of God, disobedient to the word of God. But they have got their own way of doing things. Amen. Jesus then called them. Amen. Uh, well, let me just, let me just read Romans 10, amen, for a little passage of Scripture. Romans chapter 10, and I will read verses 1 through 4. Brethren, my heart's desire and pray for God, to, for Israel, that they might be saved. For I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. For they, being ignorant of God's righteousness, and going about to establish their own righteousness have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. This is Paul talking to the Romans. And he said, now they've gone about, they've, they've got a form of godliness, but they're denying the power. They've got a form of godliness. They're going about to establish their own righteousness. You know what? I, I I wish I could remember this, but I cannot remember. But they said in America, there's four or five, I think it was, or something in that nature, religions born almost every day, various beliefs in religion, various ideas. You don't go by the Bible because after the Bible, it's old, you know. It's it's antique. And the, the, it, it's just, you, you, you can't really, you can't really go by the Bible. It's, the, it's, this, it's just this way that we're going to worship God. If Paul is addressing this same subject that Jesus is talking about here because that's what had happened, amen, for when Jesus came to this earth, the the, the the law of Moses was trampled underfoot. Amen. And there was 
I think I made, mentioned that in the Sunday school lesson. When they, they, uh, I think there was twenty something how twenty something cities in Israel that had Baal in the front of their name. Even the time that they were carried away captive, which to me was saying that city was Baal worshippers, right in the middle of Israel, and there were Israelites doing it. That's why God even gave them up and, and, and carried them into captivity. Amen. Amen. Now you can read on down in Romans uh, if you want to, if you want to do that, but verse number 10, verse number 10 of Matthew, the, uh, the, 12th, the 15th chapter. Amen. Matthew chapter 15 and verse number 10. And he called the multitude and said unto them, Hear and understand. It's not that what goes into the body defiles it, but what comes out of the mouth, that defiles a man. It's not... It's not what you eat or whatever. I know you you understand what Jesus was saying here. It's 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 not what you put into your mouth, but what comes out of your mouth. In other words, just listen to what people say and they'll let you know. Amen. Amen. But you know where they are. Verse number 11. Amen. I, I just got these talking about it. Amen. It's, it's not what goes into the mouth that defiles the man, but what comes out of the mouth defiles the man. God is more concerned about what comes out of your mouth. What you say, how you act. As, as Jesus talking about the whitewashed sepulchers, you know. What you say is going to tell a whole lot. Amen. And what comes in? The disciples then asked Jesus. Then came his disciples unto him, and knowing thou that the, that the prophet, the, 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 <laughs> the Pharisees were offended after they heard this saying. And Jesus responded, but he answered and said, Every plant which my heavenly Father hath not planted shall be rooted up. Let them alone. He'd already called them hypocrites. He said, just let them alone. They are blind leaders of the blind, and if the blind lead the blind, they'll all fall in the ditch. Oh, my friends, we've got to make sure that our, our doctrine is founded and sounded upon the word of God. Amen. I'm not preaching doctrine tonight. But I'm just preaching how men try to evade the laws of God, the purpose of God, amen, and, and so forth. Amen. And, and the disciples, Peter, Peter actually was saying, you know, more or less here, uh, verse 15, amen, declare unto us the parable. And then he was, he was telling them that you, uh, you know, one, one place he said that you, you're hurting our self-esteem. <laughs> you, uh, Jesus, they, 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 uh, they were, they were resentful for what you said. I want to tell you something. The preacher is a preacher in the pulpit. Sometimes is uh, has to say things that that he sh should not have to say. Let's say, say it that way, because of what. Wake up, wake up, wake up. We've got to wake people up sometimes. That's not right. I wonder how many people would come to church here if we just said, you can live the way you want to. But there, ain't no, there wouldn't be no spirit here when you got here. They wouldn't be no, we wouldn't no commitment to God in any way. Folks, we've, we've got to maintain 
the laws of God and the laws, amen, that, that Jesus has laid down for us. Amen. The New Testament church, what, what it was born with needs to keep it. The wholeness, separation, love for God. John's, John was almost as old as I am. <laughs> I don't know how old he was. When he was, when he was in Ephesus, Timothy was a pastor, and John would get up to say, and brethren, love one another. Love, love, love each other. Why? Because those people there are just like us. We have problems, situations, circumstances that cause us there are some feelings. And I can tell you there's some I can't say they're in the church right now, but but they're in the, they belong to this church. People have some feelings that they just talk to me about that's that's not right, it's ungodly. Amen. It's, it's just we shouldn't have those things in our hearts. Amen. You have all against your brother, fix it up, straighten it out. Let the spirit, uh, spirit of God flow. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Why don't we just stand to love God a little bit right now and thank him for his word and also to thank you for him. I, 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 I hope I have enlightened us somewhat because Jesus was concerned about them breaking the law of Moses by their traditions, and they felt like if they were right, they was even attacking Jesus because he, he broke one of the laws of their own making. He wasn't breaking the law of Moses, but he was breaking their traditions. I want, I want, to, I, I, I want to be whatever God Whatever God wants in my life, I, w I want to be that. I, not what everybody else is doing. I don't care what other churches are doing. doesn't matter. Well, those are folks over yonder. Those folks over yonder. Folks, we, we, we just want to be clean and holy before God. Amen. Lord God, I thank you for your word tonight, and I pray, God, that I've somewhat shared it in a way that we, we grasp and understand what, Lord, you were, you were saying there. Because you were, you were concerned about them. They were, they were not concerned about their own families and letting them die, if it was whatever, they, and justifying whatever they were doing. I, I can't give you no stories there, God, but, but you know. You know. You was concerned because you saw, Lord, the, the elders were neglected and the people, Lord, even they, had no, they couldn't get out and, and work anymore and they couldn't help themselves. God, you were quite concerned because they were not fulfilling their duties. May Jesus, we do now, God. Thank you for all the benefits, Lord, we have in, in America right now. But, oh, God, may we not lean upon those and God somehow neglect our brothers and sisters when they have needs. We ask it all for your glory. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, Lord bless. Amen.